The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Y'all Gay Pod. I'm Ever Maynard. I'm Allie Clayton. And on today's episode, we're talking all things top surgery. Well, kind of at least from only my perspective. Uh, I'm not a medical doctor, and I cannot technically give you any advice. I could just tell y'all what I did. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Allie and Ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay. All right, let's talk about your top surgery. Okay, great, yeah. All right. So, Ever Maynard, when was I love it? how when we start interviewing each other, we do like an interviewer voice, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, Ever Maynard, when was the first time that you were like, Maybe I don't want these. How come you said my name weird? Maynard? The second time. You're like, Maynard. <laughs> I don't know. That was because <laughs> I'm doing a professional interview right now, Ever. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, here we go. I won't interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Ever Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'll just try okay, to do okay, it like okay, myself okay. Okay. here we go no no i like it be the professional interviewer okay ever maynard uh- <laughs> 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 okay for all this time okay, okay. for real. okay okay ever maynard when was the first time you looked down at your chest and you thought Mm, I mean, I don't want these. Well, for me, I think this, that's a two-answer question. Okay. Th- first of all, thank you so much for asking that question. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> everybody that is getting interviewed these days is like, thank you so much for asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch, we're in an interview. <laughs> um, well, I've always been very uncomfortable with them. Uh, my breast and for a long time I would imagine myself as having like a male body or a male chest but then I wasn't I was always like at the end of the day it was a worthiness thing um and I never I was always making an excuse of like well my body's not in the shape I wanted in or my parents wouldn't understand how do I tell them yeah I mean I remember sitting in my living room it was like late August of this year and kind of like going through some things and I was just like kind of meditating and I was like 
oh, I don't want, I don't think I can have top surgery because I don't think I deserve it. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it didn't feel good to admit that. Yeah. Like that part felt like shit. I cried a lot. I cried. I had a show um, in, speaking of shows very far away, in Malibu at someone's like, second home mansion it was insane you've made it you yeah i was like really like it was outside by their pool and like they're like oh yeah like we come here on the weekends and i was like great you know like but i took the whole like 40 50 minute car ride like sobbing and like understanding like listening to kate bush i mean a real dyke you know um and going like okay yeah i don't I don't want these. And, you know, I'd been wearing like sports bras and really tight clothes. And, you know, I hated wearing like a one piece because there's not really very many masculine one pieces out there. It really is not. Mm mm. Someone is screaming outside. Um, <laughs> Neil, keep that in. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I had to stop there. Someone's screaming. We've already on the got a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are recording. I want in. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was. And then you know, I told I told y'all, I told a few select people, and I thought this would just be something I could do on my own, and I wouldn't have to tell anybody until it was over. Um, I had to tell my parents and I was really scared about that, but I feel very fortunate because my parents were very and are very loving and supportive. Like I'm able to share with my mom the first time I wore a shirt. Well, we'll get to that, yeah. but you know, I was crying yeah. at my parents' house. Cause like also after top surgery, like you learn how to maneuver your body cause you can't lift your arms and you can't use your arms to like help you sit up or lay down True. So getting on a on a t-shirt was like, you know, kind of an ordeal. And then I saw myself in the shirt and I cried because that's the first time I saw myself with a flat chest Aww. in a shirt. And it was the happiest moment of my life. And my mom was like, you know, she she was like, are you OK? Why are you crying? Are you in pain? And I was like, oh, I'm just really happy. Mm-hmm. And she just gave me a big hug Aww. and was like, we love you. And then she was like, you look like your dad. And he was a hunk. And I was like, <laughs> Um, so like I'm able to like share this with my family like I was projecting I think my own inherited homophobia I don't know if that's what you want to call it not to get too heady but I was kind of projecting my own insecurities or like my own self-hate or my own unworthiness onto them yeah Um, but, but yeah I decided I wanted it I talked to a few people that had had it and they gave me some names and my good friend Dibs was like, oh, I went to the Crane Center. I think it's run by a few different people now. We should look into that. And, you know, all like the top surgery, there's a lot of blogs, a lot of people, a lot of names being thrown out. um, But Dr. Crane was on the list. So I, you know, called up, I tried to get a consultation. I submitted this stuff and the paperwork and the hospital um, that I was at, like, I think either said they might take Cigna, but it there was some weird my something weird with my health insurance. Um, but I was able to go with the Crane Center in Austin, Texas, and there's another surgeon who works there, uh, Doctor Ashley DeLeon, and she does. The most, like I started going on their Instagram and then following hers, like the most incredible 
like top surgeries like I've ever like you know not just I mean it's scary because you never know really how it's going to turn out or your tissues you know like what if my nipples don't take or what if the lines are uneven you know and then I wouldn't allow myself to like look on blogs you're gonna have to explain to the people a little bit more about the whole nipple situation okay we'll get to that very interesting it isn't okay so the nipple situation (laughs) also like shout out to the crane center in austin because everybody there everybody still even you know two months afterwards they've just been so sweet and kind um so the nipple thing some people decide not to keep their nipples i didn't know this interesting some people don't like their nipples they don't keep them yeah it is it is they just say hey i don't want my nipples get rid of them now here's the thing i didn't know this until i was in the room and again i didn't want to read or look up any youtube blogs or tiktoks because if i were to see something too gruesome i would back out oh yeah i'd be like that of course that's gonna happen to me with my luck like it'll happen to me. I was like, I couldn't do it to myself. So I get in and this is something, if you're thinking about getting top surgery, you should maybe start thinking about how you want your incision lines. So mm. the lady's like, do you want it straight across? Do you want it curved or do you want it some other way? And I forgot the third option. I was on fentanyl. Um, and I said, I want whatever's going to make me look the most masculine and um she said okay that'll be the curve she goes what about your nipples so i guess i'll tell this story <laughs> i'm on fentanyl 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 is it i was fit- on fentanyl fentanyl or fentanyl 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 um my surgery was at six in the morning i had to get to the hospital at 5 30 in the morning so by 5 45 I'm lying in a hospital gown. And also, like, I didn't know. I've never gone into a surgery before. So I was like, the nurse was like, okay, here's the gown. Do you have any questions? And I was like, oh, do I keep my underwear on? And can I wear socks? (laughs) Why would would you think you would need to take your underwear off to get top surgery? (laughs) I don't know. I thought maybe, you know, only the gown. Like if something happened, they would have to cut it off me. I they would need know. to access your butt immediately. <laughs> yes. And she was like, oh, we've actually never been asked that. Yeah, that's fine. And then they wouldn't let me wear my wool socks. I had to wear the their little ones. hospital sock. Mm-hmm. The grippies. Oh, yeah, the grippies. So I'm sitting there. And top surgery gowns aren't, you know, everybody thinks TV, you know, it ties in the back and your butt's exposed, you know. These, you put it on, and it's like an overall bib, huh. come down. Yeah, so your breasts are exposed. Yeah, gotcha. Because I was like, I, that's, I think, why I asked about the underwear, because I thought I'd have to lift up Oh. Look, I don't know. I've never <laughs> had surgery. So... CSI Miami is on and they're hook <laughs> and you know it's like old reruns on my little hospital TV and you know I also didn't know that like when they put an IV in your arm they take the needle out so this woman you know like they put the stuff in your veins uh-huh. 
I thought they kept the needle in. I didn't know they don't so, keep the needle in. Yeah, they don't. She was like, you can move your hand. And I was like, I think the needle will poke me. She was like, I took the needle out. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm wearing a gown. I have my wool, my grippy socks on. And the fentanyl's starting to drip in. And the first nurse comes up. She's my operating nurse. Works at the crane center. And she goes, hey, how you doing? You know, do you want some more fentanyl? And I was like, well, I don't know. And she was like, well, it's... I was like, do I need it? Will I feel it? And she's like, you're going to be in a lot of pain. And then I was like, well, then, yeah. Like, <laughs> give me some more of fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm already here. I'm already on it. And so we're talking and this nurse it goes, you know, do you have anything you want me to relay to the surgeon? So she's like aware to ask you or, you know, at least she can tell you the answer right away. And I said, Yeah. Can you tell her I want big old nipples? <laughs> she said, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like little salami slaps right on my chest. Tell her I want peck and nipple skin. And see, I thought she would laugh. <laughs> she didn't. She was like, do you want me to tell your surgeon that? And I said, no, I'm kidding. And she goes, okay. So then she walks away. And I have to like sit in what I've said, <laughs> like as a 35 year old person to an OR nurse, to a medical professional, CSI Miami is still on. They still have not caught the murderer. And Dr. DeLeon shows up and I'm not ki- like, I want to talk about how it, it, the process it took me to get this too. like, I, I wasn't aware of like how long it can take. Okay, so Dr. DeLeon shows up and you take the bib down mm-hmm. and my breasts are exposed. All right. And my socks are on. And she goes, <laughs> and okay, underwear. so... And my underwear on. <laughs> she goes, okay, great. So let's, you know, she's taking a look and she's doing some like measurements. And she goes, have you thought about your nipples? And I was like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, if you could just stretch them out, I want all areola. And she stopped marking on me. Like, they use like Sharpie. She's got like, you know, like mathematically yeah. placed my nipples. And she goes, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like big old salamis. And I'm laughing. My tits are out. And she goes, do you want that? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't want big salamis. I was like, I want male nip, male size nipples. I want masculine nipples. She goes, okay. And then she's like drawing on me. And I said, why you ask about my nipples? And she goes, well, some people don't want your nipples. Some people don't want their nipples. And some people get, she was like, do you want a straight? Like, she was like, do you want a straight line? Some people get a straight line and they just put their nipples where, you know, like, Matt, my nipples are to the side now. Yeah, that's how. I guess that's where I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I'm so used to them being up front that I'll be like, oh, oh, my star. And I'm like, oh, my nipples are here. Like when they get cold, I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's my nipples. Um, there's my nipples. Um, so, yeah. So that was interesting. And like, I also wish I would have known about like the cuts. Yeah. You know, but she I'm was like, so they cool. Waited, like, they waited to ask you all these things till you were on fentanyl fentanyl yeah like. so but like it 
she literally works. She was like, I operate Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. until 7 p.m. Like she's churning out top surgeries, you know, and they're all so good. Um, So, you know, after top surgery, we'll get to this too. I'll I'll tell you all about it. Um, You're, you're really bound up pretty tight. Yeah. Like you're wrapped up. I have, I had these like kind of pillows on my nipples Mm. with ACE bandages. And then I had this really tight, felt like a corset that I couldn't take off. I couldn't shower. I had to take bird baths. Now you were itchy. Itchy. I'm still itchy. My body is still like, that's the one thing too right now. It's like, Mm. why the hell am I so itchy? I think my body is like, um, I was nervous because I was like, what if they did give me big nipples? <laughs> like, what if something happened? And I'm in the waiting room. So after surgery, you have to wait a week and then you get, you know, kind of let your stitches yeah. heal. I went in there. I'm in their waiting room. I'm on Instagram and there's a post from the Crane Center. Someone had custom heart-shaped nipples made and i was like oh that's why they that's how close i got to just having huge areolas because <laughs> <laughs> they were like well we've seen it all yeah you know like and all the comments were like oh man i wish i had rainbows or i wish i asked i don't know why i'm giving them the, yeah, these voices you, how many but- people do you think have gotten weed leaves Oh my God, Drop. weed leave nipples. No, I think I think the heart-shaped nipples, I think she's an innovator. I think this is probably the first, um, maybe I'm wrong, listeners. If you've had top surgery, let, let us, us know, know if you've seen a... What, what's the shape? A weed nipple, a weed-shaped nipple. I'm sure there's one out there. I feel like there is. There's gotta be. There has to be a weed-shaped nipple. There, yeah, definitely has to be a weed shape nipple. I mean, or star. The weed shape. Star. Oh, a, a star. Come on. You think little eighteen year old me wouldn't have gotten a star? <laughs> but yeah, so that was you know it's interesting and like. Well, I I will say my sorry. Oh, go, go ahead. Well, I thought your salami story was so funny that uh, Melly and I had smoked a little bit of weed one night, and I thought it would be so funny. We were eating pizza, and I took the pepperonis off. And I put it over my nipples. I took my shirt off, put the pepperonis over my nipples. And I was like, babe, take a picture of this so we can send it to Ever. And then, <laughs> and then she just like, she's like, Allie, you can still see your nipple. So I'm like, fuck, my nipples are bigger than pepperonis. <laughs> Damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> You don't realize this when you're younger. Your areolas get big. They do get larger. You know, I they get larger, and I didn't know this because, like, the other day, like before the other day before I had top surgery, I remember looking in the mirror and being like, "Have the has the circumference gotten bigger? Yeah, with age, wider." And I was like, "Damn." Yeah, we're gonna have to get some sliced ham. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was wild. It was crazy. So, like, with top surgery, I didn't know this. You have to get a letter from a therapist. Oh, this a is certified crazy. letter. Yeah, saying that it's a diagnosis, and I have gender dysmorphia, 
F64.1 is, I think, the clinical diagnosis from that stupid-ass medical book. Um, So, I'm getting diagnosed, right, with a body disorder to to get my tits off. Um, (laughs) But when I decided to do this, I had to look into these places. And I really chose the Crane Center because my good friend Dibs they had their breasts removed along like in the early 2000s oh, wow. before people. Yeah. I'd never heard of that until I met dibs. Um, so you kind of like apply, you go online, you register and I thought, okay, cool. Probably schedule it in a week. And I kept checking in. They'd be like, Oh yeah, we got it. There was, so you, you get it. You get a consultation And then you get scheduled for a surgery. But my consultation wasn't until April of this year. Yeah. And then I would have had to wait another three to four months. Which isn't like there's just a wait list. Which is like I was like, oh, my God, like I was stressing out. I was like, my gig will like my day job will run out by then and I won't have health insurance. How am I going to do this? And I explained my situation to the receptionist and she, and this is, you know, if anybody's on a wait list or is thinking about it, she recommended that I call once a month and that I email once a month just to check in. And I already had the letter written by my therapist. Um, I just had it ready. And there's also, if you don't go to a therapist, um, most of these centers will have someone that you can call and they'll generate you a letter. Um, so they're like, just keep calling. And then one day I got a call and they're like, can you talk tomorrow? And it was like 6 a.m. in L.A. And I was like, of course. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> so, yeah, I've only I met my surgeon in person for five minutes. So I had that. And then they're like, great. Um, send us your letter. And then the state of Texas requires three months from scheduling to the operation and what exactly is this diagnosis and this letter i it's a therapist saying that i'm getting chop surgery because i have gender dysmorphia i have a dysmorphia of the body um and that this is the cure for my ailment Mm. which is fucked yeah you know which and that's like the simplest terms um it's also a way for insurance to bill it yeah um and, you know, but I still had I to feel like, do a GoFundMe. Are they oh, saying that, like, that being non-binary or trans is there, a, men- a, a mental disorder? Yeah. Well, that's fucked. Yeah, the government I'm bipolar. That as- that's a mental disorder. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, my gosh. Speaking of dibs just texted um yeah it was also quite jarring to find that out too because like if i were gonna have like breast implants okay (laughs) i could just go get it i mean there's also people that like want to be made to look like a cat and like (laughs) and like that see that's a that's fine they don't have to get a letter they don't need a letter okay so so they're treating like being non-binary and trans folks as though like their gender identities are a mental disorder. It, yeah. Ugh. I mean, that's crazy to me because, like, some people 
go to a plastic surgeon or like I want to look just like a cat and like <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah they're totally and they're they're like fine they're, yeah they're like fine we don't need a letter at all where would you like your yeah, whiskers this sounds yeah, <laughs> this sounds like a healthy thing to do yeah <laughs> where would you like your whiskers <laughs> oh you want to cut your tongue so it looks like a snake like a snake and th- people yeah do that. I can help you out with that yeah help yeah you. I've seen that yeah ooh. Or the snake tattoos or the implants and the eyebrows. Oh, that, the horns. Yeah, the horns. It's like, I believe I head. am Satan, so I'm going to need some more. So I'll need this. I mean, also, how do you write that up? If a therapist letter would be like, my client. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do these letters real quick. Okay. To whom it may concern, uh, I'm writing on behalf of Ever Maynard, uh, because they are they are naturally a feline moreover i feel like there's a moreover yeah. or like a henceforth <laughs> somewhere this is how like you could tell i didn't go to like any kind of like academic training i'm like and moreover henceforth uh <laughs> ergo they will be needing this surgery to implant whiskers and for them to cut their nose. Okay, this we are really playing pretend this time. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, they those those people, y'all don't need a letter, but I got to like, get there's a like women that like have their ribs removed and stuff that like want to like they'll be like I want the exact measurements of like Barbie, which by the way, if can anybody, you do that? If anybody had those actual direct measurements, I think you would die or something. Like it's like not you would just collapse. You just right? collapse. You just fall over, topple over. Don't the ribs help keep your guts in? Or they protect our lungs, right? Yeah, they protect our lungs. That's true. And our heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, yeah, we went. To, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, ribs. They keep our guts in. <laughs> I don't think that that's. A thing. I don't think that that. I don't think that part <laughs> yeah. is true. I think the lungs and the heart is correct on that. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about re-speech to come out yes. and visit y'all. Okay, so do you have any more questions or what? I guess I was curious so, about like what was your uh-huh. experience and how you felt towards your body like as a kid. As a kid, I was fine until pre-puberty puberty area because I had a flat chest and I could be a tomboy. And then when I started getting towards puberty, like. Looking at old pictures, I was a healthy kid. I mean, I was stocky, but it was like baby fat. But I also like on my dad's side, um, his mother and his sister, my aunt, would always call me like fat or make a point about my weight. And that kind of that with also knowing that like I did my outsides didn't match how I felt on the inside. Yeah. Really fucked me up for a long time. You know, I've. I was always worried about seeing my dad's side of the family. You know, my weight has fluctuated over the years um, because I was nervous they were going to say something. And when I lost weight, I would want to see them because I would be like, oh, I'm worthy enough for them to be nice to me now, Mm. which sucks, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, when I would gain weight, I would feel ashamed and I wouldn't want them to see me because I didn't want them to say something hateful to me. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, they would, you know, up until my mid twenties when I just stopped giving a fuck. 
Yeah. Actually, late 20s. I was like, really, bud? Um, yeah. No, late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So that was when, like, okay. Of course, like buying pads, buying tampons was always like nerve wracking. But even buying sports bras, I was nervous. I was like, oh, I don't want a breast. I don't want a breast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was it. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Like th- during quarantine, like I went through phases where I just didn't wear bras. I was like, fuck it. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I wear a shirt. Melody tells me I have to put a bra on all the time, but I'm like. Mm. Fuck you, Melody. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you just to wear salamis over your nipples. <laughs> just smell weird all day. <laughs> greasy ass film. Uh, you would have greasy nipples. Greasy old nipples. You see no nipples. Oh, this is so funny. So, um, more, um, more nipple talk. Uh, my niece, last time I was home, was talking to me and was like, Aunt Allie, um, wouldn't it be so crazy if us girls grew hair out of our boobs? And, and like, Uh-oh. I just had to, I looked at her, I was like, Spalding, I got bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You're going to hit 28. I was like, I do grow hair out of my boobs. And she goes, oh my God. <laughs> but then like, I didn't really follow up with like, it's just like a few black hairs that come in around my nipples. Like now I'm like, okay, let me, does she think I have like a, a full like boob fro? Like, Bush. do I need to like, <laughs> but I'm like, I feel like, no, it's, it's, I don't think you need to bring it up later. <laughs> like I can't just be like, Hey, let's talk about, I just need you to know that's like a Larry David, like arrested development. Yeah. So, okay. I used to get surprised cause like, I would look and there'd be no hair. And then I feel like overnight there's this inch long hair that used to grow. What the fuck is up with that? And like I plugged yeah. them real good now because Melody had told me that they were scratching her face. <laughs> <laughs> like every, my, I mean, I'm a like natural blonde, like Every hair on my body is blonde. And, like, I got a fuzzy tummy and stuff, but, like, it's all blonde. The only place I have dark hair is out of my nipples. And, I mean, just, like, jet jet black and spiky. Ouch. I'm like, what did I ever do? Mine are soft and long. Hmm, Do you condition them? Like baby hairs. (laughs) I don't know. But it's, like... Damn. So, I don't know. I haven't grown any hair yet. But we'll see if I grow some nipple hair. I don't think so. I hope not. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'd want hair on my nipples. I mean, I don't want it. I just. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would look cool, but at least it would make more sense, I guess. Now it would. Yeah. Honestly, the idea. I'm so horny and lonely that the idea <laughs> of just having <laughs> a hairy ass nipple scratch my face. I was like, damn, that sounds like a fun Saturday night. <laughs> Man, I gotta meet a girl to scratch up my face with those nipple hairs. <laughs> and I feel like, too, like, I haven't been out catting because, you know, I'm not trying you to catch anything. You ain't been out catting? Catting. What's out that? Catting. <laughs> I told my mom today I was getting ready to go out catting, and she was so excited for me. What? Catting is like, you know, catting around. Looking for looking for her love? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, but nothing's nothing serious. You're just out cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Being an old tomcat. You've been out cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we called it growing up. Oh well, you know they're out they're out catting. Okay, just catting around. So that's what you know. You're just dating. Yeah. Seeing what's out there. You got to wait. So, so you you're ready this summer to get cat and get wango tango. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, catting is what you're doing. Wango tango uh, you don't, is sex. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm catting around for some wango tango. <laughs> but I'd honestly feel like, okay, I, I'm like there's this new. Once a week, wango tango question. Mark. Tango. <laughs> and I'd be like, not today. But you used to think about me like, I'm too shy when it comes to wango tango with strangers. I'm also, I cannot figure out when somebody's like interested do they you know because sometimes you're like hey do you want to wango tango and, and they're like are you okay <laughs> you have a seizure <laughs> listen i'm just looking to wango tango i'm not looking forever <laughs> and they're like nobody says that <laughs> ted nugent said it ted nugent's a bad man <laughs> It is weird to like tell my mom that I'm gonna start sleeping around. I just realized <laughs> do you, that. Do you have mom, to do that, bud? <laughs> I guess I don't, but my mom was like, I'm proud of you. Yes. Try it. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that new chest. Go out, try <laughs> it. And I'm turning into like, I'm, I'm, per- I, I'm turning into a little bro. It feels not good sometimes, but then it feels great. Yeah, I was I, w- I was wondering because I have two exes that now are well, I guess they've always been non-binary, but now that they identify as that now. And they both got top surgery and they've mm-hmm. both chosen to take tea. And so some people choose to just do the top surgery. <laughs> And then she also just, shout out to all the listeners who caught the TT joke. <laughs> Even the listener who was like, by the way, if just schedule up, we did a cigarette poll and <laughs> one of our listeners wrote my favorite brand of cigarettes is TT and I didn't get it. But every and I wrote that and then everybody was like, it's a lion, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. You know that thing you said 200 times on the episode? Yeah, TT. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead. So you've had two exes that are now on TT. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting too because um, I am mm, titters are my favorite thing in the whole world. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, if something happened to Melody, need to get rid of them. I would still love Melody very much, but I mean, I love them, love them titters. Yeah. And, right now, too, you're like salivating talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, like there's a big ass steak on the table. I was like, okay, damn, Allie. <laughs> Let me get some Heinz 57. Let me to dip this titter in. Oh yeah, you gotta get the Heinz. Gotta get the Heinz. Fuck a one. Um, fuck a one. Can we talk about this? We, fuck a one. Fuck a one steak fuck sauce. one. Oh my God, Heinz 57 is where it's at. It's true. I, I can't believe we've never talked about this. This is what the episode is called. 
Heinz 57. <laughs> Bitch, damn. Yes, it is so good. People people don't know. Yeah, it is so good. I have some you in put it on the, right now. Yes, I just finished a bottle. <laughs> you put it on. That makes you it put sound it on like your, you drank a whole bottle of 157 one day. It is good. It is. It goes with everything. And some people make it with this. What is the salad you can make with it? It's almost like a coleslaw. Oh, I don't know. I never had that. Oh, it's like a big thing in like Texas, like barbecues okay. or like shindigs. I can't remember. It's like a coleslaw, but they make it with like, I'm sure like Heinz 57 and like sour cream or something yeah, like that. Something crazy. Something, it's always something crazy. And then add some Worcester. <laughs> yeah, it's Worcester like, shower. okay. What, what do you call oh, it? Oh, y'all. What do you have? Worcester. I call it Worcester shower. I don't know who's saying it. I think, no, I think you're right. Worcester shower. That's amazing. Yeah, we. I said, uh, okay, I said I a word right. better than someone else. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, that's the right way. That's the right way. Oh, we've never. Okay, what do you put your 57 on? Um, Steak, mainly. Steak, yes. Mm-hmm. I like steak and french fries. Yeah, um, I like it on french with fries. The french, too. Uh, with french fries, too. Yeah. Yeah, peep, see people, they like, and some people are like, if it's a good steak, it don't need no sauce. Sometimes I want sauce. Yeah, it's not that I need it, I want it. I want it. And I don't, you know what I don't need? Your judgment of my sauce on my steak. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I'm the one paying for the steak and I'm the one eating the steak. So yeah. if I want some 57 on my steak. Don't get saucy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I look so serious. <laughs> You, you look crazy when you said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feral in the eye. You're thinking about tits. <laughs> At least thinking about tits, y'all. At least Again. thinking about tits. Okay, but 57 on a steak. People like, and, and it goes well on chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people hate on 57 so much? I don't know. I think it's because... It's just not, it's not viewed as fancy, you know? I agree. Yeah. It's viewed as like trashy compared to the A1. Yeah. I think even the packaging. Yeah, even the packaging. Like it kind of <laughs> looks the... like, like this could be on a NASCAR. Like, like. Yes. <laughs> and the bottle shape too. You see a A1 bottle and you're like, this is sleek. Hmm. You see a 57 bottle and you're like, what is this? After we finish using this, we can knock somebody out with it. <laughs> I mean, it's a hefty bottle. <laughs> and not a lot of people use it, though. They don't. And it's it's my favorite. Out here, it's hard to find. I think I might have introduced Melody to 57. I'm excited about the wedding, by the way. Oh, yes. We're going to a wedding very mm-hmm. soon. Nice. They'll have 57 there, I, I bet. Yeah, I'm excited for the food. For there to be cake. I love cake, y'all. Cake is... Oh, I love cake so much. And me and Melody went to... A wedding like my first big event like that after like not drinking and so like i'm just like very anxious i'm like but that's okay i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna eat as much cake as i want to eat and got there it's fucking pie what it was pie wedding pie did they think they were being like cute or like kitschy no apparently they just love pie like they really love pie but i'm like i'm like this i should have gotten a heads up about this like, you could have thrown a couple cupcakes up there or something. Like, I was so upset. I was genuinely. Yeah, but sometimes pie is hit or miss. Like, sometimes pie is shit. 
I mean, and it was good, but like I would never choose a pie, a slice of pie over a slice of cake. Were they like Mumford and Son white? You know, like kind of hipstery. Um, like a, a little, bearded man with no, no, with tattoos who works at a coffee shop. No, no. I mean, we okay. like them a lot. They're great people. Um, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you see some like Mumford and some white people mm-hmm. and you're like, you would try to pull some shit like mini cupcakes. <laughs> but pie, did you say anything after the wedding? I would. I feel like that would ruin a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Molly was like, this does not have to ruin your night. And I'm like, oh, I'm just a little upset. Shut though. Easy for you to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't make it any easier. What kind of pie? Apple, blueberry, dewberry, cherry? They had an cherry. apple and they had like a cherry, yeah. Any ice cream? Any whipped cream? Whipped cream. Yeah, they had some whipped cream. Was it warm or hot? It was just like normal. Uh, well, I hope they're still married because I'll tell you what. <laughs> my wife tries to pull some <laughs> shit like that. Do you guess why you're not my wife? Okay, well, who the fuck am I talking like this? <laughs> my wife tries to pull some shit like that. You hear, <laughs> you hear us talking, Melissa? <laughs> no, that does sound really cute, though. Like, it sounds like a fun wedding. It was cute. It was, Pies. But yeah, I was very mad about no cake. I feel like it's a wedding. You have to have cake. You know what? I bet what, their parents felt the same way. Yeah, probably. I bet their parents are like, you're not going to have cake it's a wedding. And they were like, it's our wedding. Mm, true. I'm sure these are very sweet people, but in my <laughs> mind, they're, an, they're enemies. <laughs> you clearly love them very much. You attended their wedding. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, and then what happened? I mean, I was, I mean, in the moment, I was like, do I like these people? It's fucking pie. <laughs> Where was the wedding? I ate, like three slices still. Oh, of course. I want some pie right It now. was in Connecticut. This sounds fancy. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice wedding. It was. Um, I don't think poor people can live in Connecticut, right? Just no, you can. In the name. You can. There's really there's parts of it, and like you and know, by poor I mean like work. Like, I mean no. Like, all these parents yeah. were just like working class, and she grew up in Connecticut. Um, wow, because I think like Yale, I think Harvard, yeah. I think a sailboat. I think Harvard's in Boston. Bitch, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I only know that because I I have a friend that went there. Um, Well, I feel like people who live in Connecticut are the people that went to Harvard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely like there's definitely like bougie areas. Oh, like we went through Mystic, Connecticut on our way to like a concert and we like stopped there. And walked mm-hmm. around, and it's like so cute. But these freaking teenagers walked by, and they were laughing at my minivan, and like making fun of. Mm-hmm. And then like later on, like this like white couple that looked like they just stepped off a yacht were like drunk and like look at that fucking car, and like <laughs> making fun of my minivan. <laughs> and you're like, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have honked. I would have been like, you got something to say? Honestly, this new chest that I have is. I got a new confidence like I've never had. That's good. So, yeah. So now I would be the type of person to be like, you got something to say. But back then I'd be like, please don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I did see an enemy on the street today. You did. And I and they were waving at me like we are friends. And I was like, you're mean to me. 
It's like, and I just, I didn't even. I said, uh, you were like, bye. I have pecs, and I don't have to talk to you. I have pecs, and I don't have time. (laughs) I have pecs, but I don't have time, sweetheart. Yes, sorry, sweetie. Sorry, sweetie. Remember, you're mean. I'm mean now too. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? I'm gonna be mean. You just call the Crane Center and they're like, "Well, how's all the healing going?" It's great, but I've turned into a real asshole. <laughs> hey, I'm mean. Turns out deep down, mean. mean. <laughs> I'm confident and mean. <laughs> but yeah. So, if any listeners out there are thinking about getting top surgery, it's been my experience that I've gotten confident and mean. <laughs> and. Normal size nipples. Actually, great nipples. And really attached. great nipples. Okay, so really great nipples. Okay, yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, so with the nipple thing, there are some people where the nipples don't like totally attach, right? Yes. Ever? Yes. So if you're thinking about getting top surgery and you're a smoker, stop smoking right now. Um, I was not. You cannot smoke like up to a month. That's what my surgeon said. Um, really six weeks afterwards because the nicotine constricts our veins and the blood, it restricts blood flow and you're going to need blood to c- connect your nipples. And hell yeah, build out the science day. Mm. Here we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you could like, and after like the first week you could start showering again, but it's so annoying. Like you can't let shower water hit your nipples like you have to shower with your back to the like it just mm. sucks like that part sucks and it also like you know it's kind of you're like oh i'm cold but you can't really like you have to like gently pat your nipples dry <laughs> like you got to be really delicate with your nipples um but yeah if you keep smoking your nipples will fall off or part of it will rot off like did you did you know somebody just, that that happened to I know a friend of a friend, friend of a friend and they told them to stop smoking and they would not stop smoking and their nipple fell off in the shower. Hmm. Sloughed right off. Yeah. Cause Whew. it just, it's not an abscess, but it's, I forgot the, the type of the word, but I stopped like even like, well, by casually smoking, I mean, I'd smoke when I get drunk. Yeah. Um, but I cut out that I cut out any weed intake and I stopped drinking. Yeah. Like, I barely had a beer before the surgery. Um, and even now, like, after that first month, too, I didn't drink at all. I just didn't want to risk it. I'm yeah. sure it would have been not bad, but I wasn't a heavy drinker anyways. But even now, I'm like, huh? I don't really need it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also, like, in a weird way, like, trying to get, like, buff spongebob body so i'm like this is carbs <laughs> i want you to have a buff spongebob body yeah you think i'm not gonna be showing off starry night tattoo at reese beach this summer hell you're yeah. wrong all y'all about to see my tacky ass back i'm gonna be like i'm going to the art gallery today <laughs> Did y'all hear there's a show in a starring night at Reese Beach today? <laughs> Showing. 
<laughs> and I had just learned about Vincent Van Gogh when I got that tattoo. <laughs> just found out who that man was. And I said, this guy is good. <laughs> I said, this guy is dedicated. <laughs> Look at this technique. <laughs> yeah, man. So come on out to Reese Beach. <laughs> I got some slutty ass swim trunks. Hell yeah. Hell well, yeah. I'm looking, how, I'm how do you make a, a swim trunk slutty? Is it like... Um, well, you know, like Europeans, like they get them real short. Oh, like a Speedo? Not quite a Speedo. Think Daniel Craig in 007. Okay. Short I'm going to be tight. honest with everyone right now. I've never watched a 007 movie. They're all about the same. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't have any interest. I mean, it's a sexy man. He's emotionally avoidant. <laughs> he may or may not. <laughs> he may or may not fall in love. At least he's in lust. Well, guess what? Uh-oh. She's a bad girl. <laughs> and, like, he works for the government. And then that's it. That's all you need to know. Oh, he's got a gadget. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm good. You know, and all the movies are the same. Yeah, no. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I think Daniel Craig is my fitness inspiration right now. Hell yeah! And it, I feel like a little thirteen-year-old boy being like, "That's my fitness inspiration." But it really is. <laughs> thirteen-year-old like, boys say that. No, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They might, but I'm like, you know, I'm sure. That obviously, like the results will be much different. Um, but yeah, I want to. I'm just like, I got my handlebars out, my push-up bars just casually in the living room, my little weight set, you know? Yeah, man, I'm going to, I'll go to, I'll go to the gym. Some guy asked me if I was done with the pec machine, and I said, no. I'm never done. I'm never done, sweetheart. I'm one of you now, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe this, man. I was like, dude, you see me, I'm in the middle of doing yeah. the thing. What do you wear to the gym? Ooh, the first time I went back to the gym, I wore a button-up camo shirt, <laughs> some black. <laughs> yeah, man, I looked real fucking gay. But I also looked like, could I be going to, like, a concert? Yeah. Like, it was a little hypey, like, you know, black shorts, tall socks, you know. To work out? Am I... Yeah, I look cool as hell. Nice. I was like... Yeah, man, I could be walking around the streets of New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows when the paparazzi's going to snap, you know? Um, so I do that. And then now, like, it's it's like a baggy shirt. Yeah. It does feel incredible not to put a sports bra on nice. to go work out. Yeah. yeah that part I really enjoy. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get to a point where you're just going to, like, work out with no shirt on? No, but because you can't. At least not in the gym. Oh, really? You have to keep your shirt on. Yeah. Can y'all work out with shirts on in your gym? Um, I don't go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. You just said it. I don't know what the fuck they're doing in there. <laughs> well, you just said it like you did know. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of always assumed. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think people can work out without their shirt on. People will get mad. But I can wear like a tank top. Yeah. Okay. So I might do that. Nice. But, you know, I still got some carbs to count. Okay. In my mind. I'm like, okay, I got a goal. You're going to do so, it. And then I'm going to work out without a shirt on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you watch that Hell video yeah. I sent you? 
Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I love that little girl. There's this little country girl on TikTok, y'all. And she's opening her Christmas presents and everything she pulls out of the box. She goes, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a vibe. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Melody was like, oh my God, I just found your child. <laughs> <laughs> Well, y'all, that is another episode of Y'all Gay. Thank you so much for listening and commenting and giving us those five-star reviews. Uh, We really appreciate y'all helping get the word out um, and telling your friends. Um, It's pretty exciting to just be silly with everyone, and we appreciate you listening um, every week. I'm Ever Maynard. I'm Allie Clayton. And we just want to know. Y'all gay. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now. Y'all gay. Of learning new languages with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. It's Babbel time. Y'all know I have learning disabilities. I'm dyslexic and have ADHD. And I love that with Babbel, you can go at your own pace. And each convenient course is only 10 minutes. 10 minutes a day, y'all. That's all it takes to learn a new language. And with Babbel, you can learn everything you need, like how to have real-world conversations, from vocabulary words to basic phrases to culture. Like y'all could hang with Babbel. Plus, what I really like is that Babbel has speech recognition technology that I think some of our more Southern listeners will love because it helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Everybody knows my accent's thicker than a nine and a quarter hot dog on a summer night. And Babbel actually understands me, y'all. One thing I really love about Babbel is the content I'm learning is personalized. I get real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations that help me stay focused and motivated. That's why 15 hours of Babbel is equal to one university semester. Y'all, that's the most university I've done. Y'all, it is 2024, and it's time to be the best you with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. So here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash y'all gay. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash y'all gay, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash y'all gay. Rules and restrictions may apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.